Doug Wilson comes from a small town in Illinois, and although his beginnings were humble, he's worked his way into a very successful design career. He was an actor and a singer as a young person, but when he moved to New York City, he became so much more. He's now a published author, celebrity designer, TV personality, and I'm proud to call him my friend. This is The Little Bit Podcast. Hi, Doug. Joni. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How's New York? I miss you. I miss you, too. New York is good. Good. I just got back spending two weeks in Illinois with my mother and my family. We had a good time. It was lovely. We took, actually, for the first time in a number of years, we took pictures um, with my four brothers. Oh, wow. yeah, I'll I'll share those eventually. Okay, where do you fall within the brothers? Are you next to the oldest? Um, no, no, no. I'm next to second the... from the second from the last. Second from the last. Like, okay. Okay. The first four brothers, we were like Irish quadruplets, born like a year apart. Wow. And then there was John three years later. Mm-hmm. And he's Oops, a little one. Daisy. <laughs> I know. I yeah, love. I love yeah. this picture in your book of you and your brothers. I was like, "Wait, which one's Doug?" Like you all look so much alike. It's crazy. Oh, I know. And even throughout the years, as you look at pictures, it's like we change from looking like one person to the next. It's really, <laughs> it's really interesting. And you've <laughs> had you've had quite the hairstyles over the year. I will say too, you've had some interesting hairdos. Oh my god, I've had the seventies feather. <laughs> you know. I've had buzz cuts. I mean, I've had everything. It's awesome. I kind of wish I could have grown up like you did because a farm life just seems so pure and fun and just healthy. Does that make sense? It just seems so nice to grow up on a farm. It it was nice. Um, You know, we were, you know, I was raised in the cornfields. I am a child of the corn. Okay. (laughs) I mean, literally. You know, we like ran around the cornfields, you know, no, we didn't murder anyone Mm. or, you know, do that. But (laughs) I um, was raised between two towns, uh, Sydney, Illinois and Broadlands, Illinois, Mm -hmm. right in the middle. And, you know, it was wonderful. Um, But the saving grace was as a artist and, you know, actor. Um, I was very close to the University of Illinois, which mm-hmm. was really just like a 20, 25 minute drive mm-hmm. from me. So, you know, even though I was in the corn as a child, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there was a lot of culture um, around the area. I mean, I know you from the show, obviously, and and I know you as this designer with a ton of you know experience. But who knew that you were such a singer? And I've been to karaoke yeah. with you as well. You're very good. People actually don't really know me. They know me from TV. And I think that that's one of the things, you know, that is kind of frustrating Mm -hmm. is that you're so judged by what you do on TV. But that's not the whole part of you. There are so many different aspects of quote unquote celebrity lives. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the stories that it get told are what the media wants to tell. Right. Yeah, totally. 
And then also, too, I was reading in your book that you are quite the handyman, Doug. And I did not know this. How come you never jump in with me and, you know, do some stuff? Because because that's your job. <laughs> I'm hired to be a designer. Right. You're like, hired to you're be a, a carpenter. Handyman? handyman. Wow. No, when, when I first moved to New York, um, I was going to the National Shakespeare Conservatory. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I needed to make money. I mean, I was not you know, born with a silver spoon in my mouth, like Mm -hmm. many people think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I washed windows Mm -hmm. um, on high rises. And then I met some people. uh, They had a business called On Call Time Savers. And I started to do handyman work because growing up on a farm, you learn how to do things. It's not like New York City or metropolitan areas Mm -hmm. where, you know, you call the super to change a light bulb. No, right. you do those things yourself. Totally. And you learn mm-hmm. how to do it. And so I was able to channel that, you know, experience into a handyman business. And I was, you know, in 1996, you know, I was in a book um, and rated as one of the top handymen in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, I went on to maintain Michael Bloomberg's townhouse right. uh, for for many for many years in New York City. That's so uh, cool. Yeah, and you did work for uh, Barbara so, Walters. I mean, you've done a lot of celebrities' um, faces. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Barbara Walters. I I did her dressing room mm-hmm. um, at the View um, only as a decorative painter. My good oh. friend, Alexa Hampton, mm-hmm. uh, was the interior designer, but we collaborated and sat down with Barbara and came up with a plan. Um, so my tra- trajectory was, you know, going from handyman to contract painter, to decorative painter, to interior designer. And I, made the segue into interior design by mm-hmm. doing decorator show houses for designers. And then I took on spaces of my own. And it was in 1999 that I did a uh, showcase called Showcase for the Millennium. And I did a zebra stripe room. And it got the attention of magazines. Before that, I also had you know some attention from the New York Times mm-hmm. and whatnot. But that's what propelled me to get the attention of a production company out of Knoxville, Tennessee, that sent me a letter. Wow. Yes, a letter. A letter? (laughs) (laughs) Asking me about the show. And that's when it all happened for the television career. You know what's so funny, Doug? This is bizarre. That same production company was the very first production company I ever worked with to be starting out in this industry as well. River Media, Model? no River Media it, within um, River Media. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Ross Television Productions when I started, oh, uh-huh. and they soon um, they switched over to River Media. River Media, yes. and I know Grace. Oh. I know Grace as well. She used to produce Grace the show. Grace mm-hmm. found me. Mm-hmm. That is I, so I, crazy. I even credited Grace. You'll see in my book. Yeah, I credited I saw. Grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she found me. What and, a small world. You know, it is. I never knew that about you. Yeah, that was when I started out in home improvement television. River Media was the first production company I worked with in Tennessee. We shot the show mm-hmm. down there, and I and Grace produced some of our episodes. So that is that is awesome. That is so. Oh cool. my god! 
Now we're learning so much about each other. That's so cool. The first day I met Doug was in North Carolina. Or no, I'm sorry. We were in Georgia. And I, we were at a restaurant. And he was outside taking a break. And I walk out and I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm Joni. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. We started talking. And immediately I was like, I like this guy. We're going to be <laughs> friends. We hit it off right off the bat. I was super intimidated by you, by the way, but I had had a couple margaritas, so I felt brave. And I oh, walked- this was at um, uh, Pages- Tess's birthday or that was something? Paige's birthday, wasn't it? Oh, Paige's birthday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just thought... Uh, you, you were in- Why were you intimidated by me? I don't... Because you, you're Doug Wilson, okay? I used to watch you when I was, like, in college <laughs> <laughs> on, on this show. You know I was a huge fan of this show, right? So to be honest, it's just, like, insane for me. I know we helped make top model. I, I just had got to say, you know, anyway, um, no, 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 no. So I love meeting you. Yes. And whatever. Now let's back up. Where yes. were we before all oh. of this about me? <laughs> about... <laughs> oh, I was just asking. People, you know, I joke about myself all the time. I so, know. you know, I make fun of myself. So don't take all of this so seriously. I'm sure. But they anyway, are. no, you're great. And I'm just, I'm so glad you're my friend. And by the way, everybody, Doug is so kind. He's the only person who has consistently sent me Christmas cards, gifts, <gasps> books, oh. notes, handwritten notes in the mail. Very um, classic traditional. and traditional. Yes, exactly. You're the only person. I cares. am a very sentimental and I love it. Tra- traditional guy. You are. And I appreciate all the good things mm-hmm. that people bring to this show mm-hmm. as we have been doing this for 20 years. And I am so happy that you're a part of this, Joni. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And I just hope that we can move forward. And yeah. have a lot more fun in the future. Me too. I hope so too. I love you. Are you crying? Well, I was a little sentimental. Oh, Doug! <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love all this stuff about you, but I do want to talk a little bit about design because, you know, everybody watches the show. We see some of the, the, the very fun and bold things that you do. But I think there's a lot to learn about the basics because in your book, you mentioned that a lot of people just do the rent to rent to own showroom look decorating Mm -hmm. by default, you call it, which I see everywhere. All the time Mm -hmm. people are going to those big box stores and buying, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole set. Um, What are some basic things that you know, anybody that says, I'm terrible at this, I can't do this, I need I need help, I'm terrible with design. What are some basic first steps for the average person? Well, I think that you have to look at your home and sort of look at who you are mm-hmm. and what you want to put into it. You know, don't, you know, just go to every television show and say, oh, well, I like that or whatever. Yes, you can like that, but don't mimic it. Put your personality into it. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to 
design like your neighbor right. or your mother or your mother-in-law. Put your own personality into it. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many, you know, options out there. Um, you know, when I first started designing, you know, especially on TV, we had limited means. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, you know, only had so many sources. Now, you know, all the stores, whether it's online or big boxes, will give you the options to put your personality into your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been one to subscribe to trends. You know, so often, you know, magazines come to me and they're like, what is the trend right now? And I'm like, I can't answer that question because that trend is not something that, you know, I want people to subscribe to. I want them to understand who they are, Mm -hmm. what their personality is and what they want to put in their home, not mimic something in a magazine. Right. I I see that all the time. People just think, well, uh, obviously shiplap's cool. I must do that. Or, you know, um, Chevron is this trend. So everybody's got Chevron every, everywhere and all this white zigzaggy subway tile. It's like, it's going to, it's not for everybody. And I do think that's wonderful that inspiration is given through shows. That's mm. what we've done on Trading Spaces sure. for 20 years. Mm-hmm. But you need to take that inspiration and see how it works for yourself. Yes. Don't m- mimic it. You know, just because somebody else likes it, right. make it your own. I have a couple of people that I know who their design ideas revolve around sports and they want to hang mm-hmm. up. They want to hang up the trophies and the pictures of them with Magic Johnson and and their and the framed jerseys. It can Is that OK in a living room or should there be a specific room dedicated for that? I, I think in a living room where it's your family. Mm hmm. Don't self-indulge by, you know, infiltrating it with all of your things. It's a family space. Maybe take one of those elements Mm -hmm. that you love, blow it up, put it somewhere as a feature, Mm -hmm. and then move that other stuff into another area. That's okay. That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We all have little areas in our home. Whether we realize it or not, we have spaces that can be transformed to create those vanity rooms mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you know um where you want to put all your trophies you know and <laughs> you know i'm you know uh, like okay take those trophies break them apart and create an art piece with those trophies you know mm. um isn't that a good idea that's a good idea all of my husband's trophies are behind the washing machine in the garage yeah, and what are they doing there? Take them. That's where they live, break, Doug. Break them apart. Take the plaques off. Recreate them as a big art piece, you know, and that could be cool. showcase them. That's actually a really good idea. I wonder if he'll let me do that to them. Probably right. not. <laughs> <laughs> also, too, I love your take on small spaces because our apartment here is is not that big. And we have so much that we want to express, but our walls are becoming super full and our, and our living room's quite small. And I do love how you said to 
if it's a, if it is a small space, it's okay. And to maybe try wall art that's huge. And we did that. And I'm so uh-huh. glad that I read that you approve of that because I was always wondering, like, if Doug walked into my house right now, would he be like, <laughs> <laughs> what in the heck is that? What is this? I think you'd well, be proud of my space. I give a lot of lessons in my book mm-hmm. and, you know, elsewhere about scale and proportion. Right. You know, you don't hang a postage size piece of artwork above your sofa. Mm. You know, you put something that is, you know, relevant to the space that complements the space that complements the furniture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, scale and proportion is one of the biggest things that if people understand scale, they will be able to create their homes in a better way. And you were saying it's hard to you know, consider scale in the bedroom because a lot of things are medium size. So what are we talking about your husband or (laughs) Hey, you know, that's going (laughs) to, Hey, you set yourself up medium. I I sure did. Didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) So, so we did a, uh, a, a headboard that's really, really tall, but I made the mistake of not making it quite wide enough. It's only as large as the mattress is wide, and I think it should be a little bit wider. Yeah, you should always extend at least two inches out from your mattress. And depending on if you have a four poster or whatever, I mean, mm-hmm. that's all something that is very specific, mm-hmm. but do not ever put a headboard in less width than your mattress. Right. All right. Here's a really frequent question that I get asked all the time is about Mm -hmm. um, sheens, paint sheen, and like what room you're going to put it in because I have people all the time, should I do eggshell? I'm like, honestly, I don't know what the big difference is between satin and eggshell. And I've I've been told that matte's good for a bedroom. So can you just help us a little bit with that? Okay. Let Flat paint will make things disappear, okay? Okay. Because the light, the light doesn't hit it as much. Okay. So if you have walls that are textured, that you do not want to see the flaws, uh-huh. a flat, a flat paint will, you know, make them disappear somewhat. Okay. If you have smooth walls, you know, then of course you can go to a higher sheen. Because the reflection of light is not going to show the flaws. Got it. So now, of course, in a kitchen, um, bathroom, you want something that is at minimum an eggshell, if not a satin. Okay. Okay. You know, a gloss. We don't normally use gloss in Mm -hmm. the industry um, unless it is for a really big impact. Yeah, but those those walls have to be ultra smooth. All right, so let's get into trading spaces a little bit because a lot of people that are listening to this know you from that. And what I mean from before, before I was even involved in the show, what are some behind the scenes things that have happened that you could tell us about that are really fun? I have to go to Frank Bilek, right? You know the 
the the grandfather of the show. You don't know how many times when I have felt, you know, bad about something or unsure about something mm-hmm. or whatever that I have gone to Frank and leaned on his shoulder. Wow. Um, these are the things you don't see. Mm-hmm. Um, Hildy and I, you know, you call us partners in crime, the dynamic <laughs> duo, the gruesome twosome, you know, but what we do behind the scenes is help create a television show. Right. And something that viewers continue to want to come back to, mm-hmm. you know, we are entertainment. And I think that that's what, you know, the public forgets about trading spaces. Television has changed. You know, a lot of shows are just out there to, you know, preach to the choir Mm -hmm. and give them, this is what you want. We'll give it to you. We are there and have always been there. Some of us Mm -hmm. and it's changed to give new ideas, new, new information Mm -hmm. and different ways of thinking. Right. And sometimes we get chastised for that. But I and Hildy and Ty and others, we embrace that because without us pushing, people would never, ever have all these other shows that they are seeing now. Absolutely. I think that a lot of times people watch our show and say, why did they do that? Oh, this is crazy. Blah, 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 blah. But you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, you're there to give new ideas. You're there to push the envelope. And that's the, that is trading spaces. That's what we do. And I think mm-hmm. you have to get behind it. If you're, if you're a fan, you're a fan. Because you know what? You might not, you might not love uh, Hildy's designs, but you might think, you know what? I never thought about taking my inspiration from uh, an, an egg, a broken egg, or I never thought about like texture on the walls. Maybe I wouldn't put hay on the walls, but she just did an episode where she put tissue paper and I loved that idea. I thought that was great. Oh, do you know that? Okay. People were commenting on that tissue paper. If you look at my book in my office, mm-hmm. okay, that's tissue paper. I love it. Okay. It's great. Do you know what it takes that people like were online talking about, oh my gosh, the work to take that off. Okay, let's think about this. Let's talk it's about tissue that. paper. Right. Take a sanding pad and sand over the rough edges and you'll be ready to paint. It's tissue paper. It's going to go away in two seconds with a sanding pad. Good to and know. People, people were looking at it like, oh, my God, it's wallpaper. It's going to be horrible to take off. No, it is much easier to deal with tissue paper than a wallpaper. Interesting. I was wondering about that because it just sands right off and you can paint. Yeah. It's tissue paper. Wow. It's like a Kleenex on the wall. Right. And then (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. And is the glue thick or is it quite thin when you're putting that on? It's very thin. Mm -hmm. It's nothing. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. I don't think people should be afraid. I think it's fun to take some chances. I mean, you know what? Live with it. And that's the great thing about design nowadays is live with it for six months and change it do you don't have to live with it forever you know change it up what we haven't talked about yes is that we have a show together yeah this saturday night hello that's right 
it is, you know, a throwback to a room I did in the second season, I believe, my zebra room. I was charged with the idea of taking a room from the past, as well as Lori, Lori Smith. God bless Lori Smith. Oh, she's the best. Yes, I love her to death. Mm -hmm. But we were to do a sort of recreation of an old room. Mm -hmm. So mine was the zebra room. And um, I have to say that I brought it back into, you know, the realm of what is right now. Mm -hmm. And you, Joni, (laughs) I found pallets on the street. And I'm like, make make a coffee table out of this. Mm-hmm. And you did a fantastic job. Thank you. Um, yes. Um, what, what I love about what you did on this is you took the shape, the curve of some of the palettes and used them as legs. Yes. And that became, you know, a detail, an architectural element. And you created, you know, nesting, coffee tables Mm -hmm. that were really beautiful. And I thank you. you. So everybody tune in this Saturday night, eight o'clock Eastern time on TLC and watch Joni and I team together Mm -hmm. to create a throwback room from long ago on trading spaces. Yeah, that'll be great. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye, Doug. If you've got any questions for Doug, go over to the blog, www.thelittlebitpodcast.com and leave a comment. We'll be back next week with a new episode. In the meantime, please go ahead and rate this podcast and give it a review. Become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash thelittlebitpodcast so you can help me make more amazing podcasts just like this one. See how loud it is. Say something. Oh! Oh, that was too... <laughs> oh my gosh. That was a Ty Pennington. That was... You're right. <laughs>